All right, let's get into the rapidly evolving landscape of electrified vehicles, a sector that's capturing the attention of consumers and reshaping the automotive industry. Now, Consumer Reports recently unveiled its annual top 10, uh, 10 top picks uh, list for 2024. And notably, this year's list prominently features hybrid plug-ins and fully electric vehicles. These selections not only reflect exceptional performance, but also underscore a significant shift in consumer preference towards electrified options. And on the JR Morning Live line to talk more about this subject is Jake Fisher, Senior Director of Automotive Testing for Consumer Reports. Jake, good morning. Good morning. EVs are prominent on uh, the uh, top 10 list of uh, consumers' reports. Can you kind of walk us through some of uh, why the standout picks uh, came out in this category? Yeah, sure. No problem. Um, you know, what's interesting about it is, you know, we talk about a lot about EVs, right, electric vehicles. But actually only one of the top picks is actually a pure EV. What there are, there's lots of other options that are electrified, I suppose, okay. is the term, where um, either they're hybrid or they're plug-in hybrid vehicles. And um, plug-in hybrid vehicles are some vehicles, we actually tested quite a lot of them last year. We tested about 12 of them. And they're probably the most misunderstood. I think to this point, like a lot of people really understand what a hybrid uh, is, you know, you don't actually plug it in, but it actually just gets really good fuel efficiency. An EV, you only plug it in. It doesn't use gas. The plug-in hybrids are kind of this, uh, the dark horse, I think, in the industry of these vehicles that every day on your commute, you could run on electric power. But if you have to take a trip and anyone who drives an electric knows that the infrastructure isn't quite there yet, there's a lot of broken chargers and it could be a bit of inconvenience. With a plug-in hybrid, you don't have to deal with that. You know, it's 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 interesting. I, I was with some auto dealers over the weekend, and they said, you know, the first quarter is always a little slow. But they said the EVs just aren't moving. But they're seeing interest in hybrids. So is does does it seem that this this drift that the initial adoption that we saw that was so frenetic and so highly charged, pardon the pun, is now moving to more <laughs> hybrids or you know, kind of a bridge to an electrified future? I see what you did there. Um, you know what? I mean, it's, it's a really good question. And the point is, is that, you know, there are more EVs being sold than ever, but there is such a supply side. They have built so many of these EVs. They've really saturated the market, especially where the EVs stand, which tend to be kind of these high end, luxurious, high performance market. So there is a thirst from consumers for something that's more affordable, more practical option. Maybe you don't need to, you know, out accelerate a Ferrari on the way to uh, the grocery store. Um, you know, and there, these hybrids and these plug-in hybrids can be a really practical choice. And what's interesting is that the domestic auto manufacturers are kind of really on the leading edge here because if you look at what Stellantis is doing, Stellantis actually has a lot of plug-in hybrids. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like, uh, it, and, and Ford with their, I mean, really the only one in game, uh, a 37 miles per gallon pickup truck, that's one of our top picks um, with the Maverick. And it sounds like GM is really going to kind of switch gears a bit mm -hmm. and try to invest in this area of hybrids, which they did before. And it sounds like they're going to come back to it. We should really point out the only EV that you have as a top pick is the Tesla Model Y. That is correct. That is the only pure EV. And the reason why really has to do with that infrastructure. Because when you have a Tesla, it's a different animal. When you, it's a different experience because the Tesla superchargers are that much better than the experience you would have with any other EV.
Uh, Jake, only three of this year's top picks are carryovers from 2023. So things are changing a lot. The market is changing. I mean, it's a really exciting time to be in the auto industry just because everything is just changing very quickly, um, especially, you know, again, with, you know, more options, more, more EVs, more plug-in hybrids, more of these options. And in fact, if we look at, if you look at um, 2023 versus 2022, there are about 50% more EVs sold, but more of a percentage when it comes to hybrids or plug-in hybrids. So it's a rapidly changing uh, market. And you know what? A lot of us think we're, it's where it's going to go, and a lot of us are going to be wrong. So it's going to keep on changing each year, and we're going we're gonna to reflect where the market's going. And, and Jake, BMW X5, uh, BMW's X5, that's a plug-in. It earned a top spot in, the, in your report, the 2024 brand report card markings. Um, what sets the BMW apart? Well, when you look at just so so we we launched the t- the ten top picks right so there's ten vehicles in different categories and then we look at the brands all together and when we look at brands we're not just looking at how it performs in our testing we're also looking at reliability we're looking at safety features making uh, features uh, standard and uh, BMW Subaru are kind of right at the top positions returning this year which is kind of very impressive for Subaru to kind of you know, hold its own against much more, much pricier uh, car companies. They're sandwiched between Porsche and BMW. That's a nice place to be. But, but further down the list, um, I will call attention to both Cadillac and Ford, which made huge strides this year. Um, Cadillac went up 11 spots this year. Uh, Ford went up about seven spots. Um, they're really, um, they're getting better. The reliability is improving and, they, those models do really well in their tests. They make very nice vehicles. Jake, we should point out, though, that when you road-tested a lot of these EVs, you found that they had significantly a higher rate of problems. Wasn't it 30% more problems or 40% more <clears throat> problems than their non-EV counterparts? Yeah, so we do um, more than 50 tests on all the vehicles that we, we, we purchase at our track. But when it comes to reliability, we get it from about 300,000 vehicles of reports from people who own these vehicles and what's going on in terms of problems. And you're exactly right. When it comes to EVs, we're seeing more problems than gasoline-powered cars. And and they're supposed to be of, simpler. Well, right? they absolutely are simpler. You know, and everything being equal, they should be less – they should be more reliable. There's no mm-hmm. question. The problem is, and if you look at any of the EVs in the market, what are they? They are technological tour de forces. They're cars that go zero to 60 in five seconds because of where they are in the market. And there's often these brand, brand new platforms with all of the latest electronics. There's more to go wrong. Yeah, they aren't just like, electrified versions of Corollas and, and you mm-hmm. know. Uh, Do hybrids suffer know. the same problems? No, they don't. In fact, the hybrids on average are more reliable than gasoline powered cars partly because they're often built by very reliable automakers. That's interesting but because also, you've got two power plants there that would double your chances of having something <clears> go wrong. That That's exactly right. But it's like you need to look and, and see who is producing these hybrids. And a lot of them are made by, you know, Hyundai, Ford, Toyota, mm-hmm. all automakers that have all a right. lot of experience making hybrids. Jake Fisher, Senior Director of Automotive Testing for Consumer Reports. We appreciate your time and your expertise. All right. You're welcome. JR Morning continues after this.